Duck. That's the first word I ever heard him say. The one I remember, anyway. It came flying over the chain-link fence that separates our two backyards. He might have been identifying the airborne rubber duck or telling me to get out of the way. Who knows? What I do know is this. From word one, Perry Gould and I have been friends. Best friends, probably. But don't tell my other best friend, Celeste. Perry still lives on 5th Street in Odessa, Delaware. I still live on 6th. We've been connected all our lives by geography. Now I'm hoping for some anatomical connection, too. Duck. I'd repeat it as a little kid, tottering over to retrieve the yellow rubber bird in my backyard. Perry's mom sunned herself on a lawn chair beside their wading pool. My mother was on her hands and knees, planting herbs in our vegetable garden. Mrs. Gould shouted, Sorry! Then she asked, Want to come swimming, Ruthie? Of course I did. But Mom's forehead got all creased with thoughts of bacteria, drowning. I won't take my eyes off her, Faye, said Mrs. Gould. Reluctantly, Mom let me go next door. I'll get her bathing suit and the sunscreen, she said, grunting as she got up. By the time she returned, however... I was through the gate, stripped down to my underpants, and splashing Perry in his pool. That was our first date. Perry saw me topless, when being topless didn't mean a thing. We played together long before life complicated every touch. What do you think it stands for? Celeste asks me after social studies class. Jennifer? Wouldn't that be Jenny instead of Jenna, I say? Wasn't the president's daughter named Jenna? My second best friend, Frankie, asks. Her real name is Frances, which actually suits her better since she's shy and round and a bit of a follower. Unlike Celeste, who charges forward into every situation not caring who she plows over. Celeste won't admit it, but she's a bit of a Frances inside. And I see myself in both of them. Probably the reason we all get along, most of the time. I thought her name was Barbara, Celeste says, after her grandmother. That's the other one, I say. They were both named after their grandmothers. Which is why I got a B on that Constitution quiz. My brain is full of useless trivia about twins. Celeste says, God, I hope she's not a twin. Me too, I say, sighing. Me three, Frankie says. We silently walk across the grass to our lunch spot. I hurry to get in the shade. The last thing I need is another freckle. My long red hair is already frizzing in the afternoon humidity. Celeste plops down in the direct sun, twists her straight black hair into a knot, and tilts her face skyward. Frankie rolls her tight capri pants up over her knees and kicks off her flip-flops. I notice that she forgot to rub self-tanning cream on the tops of her feet. As we open our bag lunches, I know my friends are thinking what I'm thinking. Isn't freshman year hard enough without a new girl? A perfect girl? Besides, Celeste says, her eyes closed, 
Who comes to a new school right at the end of the year? Yeah, says Frankie. Who? Maybe her parents are fugitives, I suggest. Delaware's most wanted, Celeste says, laughing. Frankie asks, Do you think their pictures are in the post office? <laughs>